Hello, my fellow mama tribe mates. Both inside my state, inside your state, inside all 50 states, and outside the country. Erin, our little baby mama podcast is still a little itty bitty baby, but I love watching the growth. Like it is so amazing to see friends in New Zealand and Israel and shout out to Germany. And of course, Idaho and Utah. I'm just so excited that we are able to grow this tribe and to have so many mamas willing to listen to us because we definitely want to listen to you all. So we're just honored that you guys want to be a part of our tribe and we just say welcome. Ditto, because you did such a good job on that. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> so um, yeah, just if you want to hear that again, replay it and just pretend I said it because that was really good. We love you all. <laughs> well, if you haven't guessed it by now, this is Jessica hosting today. And of course, it wouldn't be much of a podcast if I didn't have my awesome co-host Erin with me. Heyo. Erin, I feel like I am learning a new superpower. <gasps> ah, I know, I know. This? You like you're witnessing growth in the making people. And okay, so the click finally came to me when I was helping my son, James, learn how to put on his shoes all by himself. And those all familiar words of, I can't do it, came out of his mouth. Now, I mean, how often do we hear those words coming out of our children's mouths? Well, I'm laughing because I hear them a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's been actually happening more and more. So I love that you're covering this today. Good. I mean, it finally like lit a spark and his attitude of the I can't do it attitude. It's like it's a first try without failure or I never want to try it again attitude. And I mean, if I were to put on his shoes and then think like, oh, he'll learn it again later. I kept thinking like, what kind of a message am I sending to James? Like, yep, you're right. You can't do it. But mama's going to do it for you. And then you don't ever have to worry about being pushed outside of your comfort zone to learn a new skill. Well, (laughs) this is totally what not to do. And I mean, I'm sure all you fellow tribe mamas out there will know, or even dads, if you're listening, you'll be like, well, that's a no brainer. I personally just simply sit down next to them and have them keep trying. And sometimes that means that means that I'm like hiding my want to do it for them because it would be so much quicker if I just, oh, you're right. Let me just slide them on and we can get out of here. And I just have to sit there feeling that way and wait until they actually finally succeed and accomplish the task. And then the celebration begins where it's like, you did it. Great job. I'm so proud of you. Look how you persevered through that. Yay. I mean, Erin, what does your process look like? Uh, I think I'm kind of mixed. I've definitely heard the like, I don't want to, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like there are times I give in just because I'm like, I don't want to fight him to the point that he then doesn't want to try. And so mm-hmm. I do think it's like a fine balance, but I definitely could be better about just sitting there patiently. It is hard to just kind of sit on your hands when they're frustrated with the situation. (laughs) So I'm really eager and excited to hear about all of the awesome things you're going to teach us today. Well, now the pressure is on. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, the first time that I heard my son say, I can't do it, there was a word that popped into my head and it was the magical word of yet. And when he said, I can't do it, I responded with, well, James, you can't do it yet, but that's why we're here. That's why we're learning this because we're going to push ourselves until you can do it. Oh, and I love that. Yeah. And it really worked with him. The problem is, is when I was sitting down and helping my son and I got that word yet, another thought came to mind of like, Jessica, how often are you willing to do that to yourself? I might be alone in this, but like I have a mindset that is like very close-minded. It's very fixed to think that like I could even leave my comfort zone and try new things. I mean, for me, even thinking about failure, like scares me back into my shell and hope that somebody else will come along and take care of it for me. Like, where's my mom? Why can't she just take care of it and everything will be fine? (laughs) I'm not trying to like air out my shortcomings or like have a pity party or anything like that. These are just like observations that I'm making in my own brain and I become curious with them and I try to wiggle that that loose. Like, "Mm, is this true? Can I really not do it? Am I scared of failure? And I wiggle those wires in my brain that are programmed to be like, no, this keeps you safe. This keeps you at ease. This keeps you alive. And some of them don't always necessarily serve me. And as someone who is trying to better themselves, like I said, I listen to a lot of, you know, self-growth podcasts and things like that. I need to question my brain why it thinks the way that it does. And it's a very healthy thing to do that. I mean, I'm I encourage everybody to do that. Anyway, I'm getting off subject. So let's get back to the subject at hand. (laughs) So the question is, why am I so willing to make sure that my children have a growth mindset if I'm unwilling to do the growing myself? I completely agree with that. I think oftentimes when it's something for me, I kind of give myself a get out of jail free card I make it way easier for me to quit whereas like if we had paid for a registration for a soccer team or something and they were like I just don't like going we would probably expect them to at least you know go give it a couple practices give it a try but let me just tell you Jessica I bought a spin bike last week because I thought that was a great idea and five minutes in I was like I hate this I'm never doing this again how has this become a workout thing that's in gyms what is wrong with people and I was just ready like I'm listing this on Facebook marketplace tomorrow and I am just getting rid of this thing like five minutes in I was ready to just throw in the towel and I know if that had been my kid five minutes in at a soccer game and they were like I don't love this I would have been like no keep trying you know get in there you can do it and so I do think it's easy for us to just give in that get in that same mindset of I can't do this this is just too hard yeah so I'm glad that I'm not the only mama with kind of a fixed mindset and when I say fixed mindset there's a book by Carol Dweck and it's called Mindset, and she teaches the two fundamental differences in how the mind works. And this is either via a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Now, examples is what like a fixed mindset sounds like is, trying is hard. I stick with what I know. My potential ends with my failures. 
I need to be natural or perfect the first time or I'm not going to do it. I mean, does that sound familiar? Because it does for me being a fixed-minded person myself. And a growth mindset, Carol Dweck says, sounds more like, I can do anything with hard work and with effort. I like trying new things. I can't do that dot 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 yet. Oh, that sounds scary. I know. (laughs) Failures give me more opportunity to grow. I can learn to do anything. Do those sound familiar? Because they're a little lacking in my brain. No. (laughs) Based on particularly the spin bike experience. Jeez. Okay. Well, I would love to learn more about the growth mindset because evidently I need a full education. So with my limiting beliefs, I mean, for me, this podcast is a huge leap out of my comfort zone. I mean, Erin, of course, is a great encourager and I've had to lean on her for any type of a courage to do this. And, you know, I've been getting better at wiggling those negative thoughts in my brain of, I have nothing worth sharing with the world. My life won't make a difference. And now I understand that my perspective is most definitely in the wrong place. Even if it's just me that is gaining the change and growing as a mother and an individual to teach my kiddos, then they might have the ability to change the world around them and teach their kids and so on. And for me, believing that gives me so much more inner peace and hope. If my kids can see that their mom is trying hard things and putting in effort and chasing her dreams, possibly failing, but getting back up again, then I think that might give them the courage to do some growing themselves. Oh, I love that. I love keeping in mind the potential generations that your actions could be impacting. That's awesome. Thanks. And I just have to say, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there um, to record and just put all of your heart and soul into this thing that people just get to go listen to. And so I just admire Jessica a lot for all the efforts she's made with this podcast because she has grown a lot and I think she's incredible and she inspires me a lot as a mom. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny when I first started writing this episode, I was not planning on talking about like my growth at all. I originally planned to talk about like how we can parent a growth mindset and how the words that we use or the phrases that we use when the words I can't do it come out of our kids' minds or their mouths. Then that internal dialogue of a fixed or a growth mindset might set in them as children and be with them as they grow into adults. So now I guess we just have to cover both subjects because I feel like they also go hand in hand. Like I said earlier, if they can witness our opportunities for growth, then we're correctly modeling the behavior that we want our children to have. And by watching what we say to ourselves and our kids, we can focus more on the effort given rather than the outcome or those natural gifts that exist. Now, Erin... I have scoured the internet for suggested remarks and responses for when our kiddos or even ourselves make that fixed mindset of I can't do it. And I just want to share a couple if you're okay with that. Do you have any that? Okay, awesome. Because I'm like, if you have some in mind, I would absolutely love for you to share some as well. No, you go ahead. Okay. So one of the things that when we see our kids 
doing something, instead of focusing on the outcome of what our child is accomplishing, you need to focus more on the effort that they're putting in. So definitely want to say things like, great effort. I love how hard you are working. Effort is exercise for your brain. I can tell that you are trying your best. If it's not hard, it's not helping you learn. Great job at being persistent. I love how you didn't give up. I'm so proud of how you worked through that challenge. Everyone makes mistakes. Mistakes make your brain bigger. Failure equals learning. And you can learn anything as long as you put in the effort. I like those. I think that just kind of puts into perspective that you do want to shift that focus. Um, We occasionally will use, let's see what happens if you give it another try. And one thing that I think we have found really makes a big difference is trying to just lead by example. And that's, I think, helping kids to recognize that parents even have to do things multiple times, which I think sometimes they don't pick up on their own. Um, And so... Like an example of this would be, my husband is constantly trying to make me a sporty person. And it's a futile (laughs) effort. I mean, we're just never going to get there, but he doesn't give up on that. And so anytime I'm like, oh, hey, will you hand me that thing? He has to, of course, throw it because eventually he's going to just teach me to be athletic. (laughs) So, I mean, I am often missing things and they drop to the floor. And then I have to say, darn it, I missed it that time. I'll have to try again next time or something like that. I think if you just say those things or, you know, if you are playing basketball and you miss a basket and you just say like, oh darn, I'll have to give that another try. You know, use one of those those awesome ones that you outlined a, in earlier. I think sometimes if we can help them recognize that, hey, we're not perfect either. And even as adults, we have to try things multiple times. This is kind of a silly example, but maybe somebody else will connect with this. All the time we will be riding in the car And we'll be like, oh, look at that cool thing out the window. And by the time my son looks out the window, he's like, I missed it. I didn't get to see it. And then it's this big meltdown. And so we've literally started again with the magic. But we've literally started like if he's like, oh, hey, look at that bird out the window. Sometimes one of us will be like, oh, man, I didn't get to see it. I'll have to try again next time. Or, oh, I hope I can spot it next time we see a bird just to help them recognize that that happens as adults. And I do think kids learn better from just mirroring that behavior in their parents than if, you know, we sit down and actually try to teach them a principle. So those are just a couple of things that we do to try to help. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. It brought into mind pouring milk, pouring juice, anything that sometimes I pour for the kids and I'm looking at something else and I'll spill. And my daughter will frequently comment, mom, you spill build you're not supposed to spill and I'm like Declan I made a mistake I know what happens when we make mistakes we just got to clean it up I'm not perfect I spill and it's okay exactly I think that's great and I'm sure she learns so much in those moments that's huge I do think we have to be careful not to keep them from having opportunities to try. I know that's hard, you know, even with like 
pouring milk, sometimes my son is like, I want to pour my own apple juice. And so I'll like help, help him do it. But I do have to kind of relinquish some of that, even though I know it might make a mess. Mm -hmm. I think we have to do that with our kids, you know, think of the opportunities they might miss out on if we're not giving them that opportunity. Um, I think we also have to do that for ourselves though. You know, if we are trying to do something and it's hard, I think we need to just take a minute and pause and think about, okay, if I do give up right now, what am I giving up by giving up? And so I think for me, when I'm only five minutes in on that spin bike and I'm like, I hate this so much. (laughs) Why am I doing this? I'm selling this bike tomorrow. I just have to take a minute. And I have to think, but you'll love if you can fit in those jeans and you'll love if you can re-strengthen your ankle after you injured it. And you're going to love how you feel when you're getting regular exercise. And I kind of have to give myself a list of, oh yeah, that's why I'm doing this. So I would keep that in mind. Think about what you're giving up when you're thinking of giving up. I love that. I love it. I love it. Okay. Why didn't I think of that? That's why I have you, right, Erin? <laughs> because we're growing. We because you do are. really well on a spin bike. That's why. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Exercise at home in a dark, secluded corner. <laughs> but if those thoughts on that list aren't amazing enough, I actually have a big hunk of books. Big hunk of books. <laughs> that my kids and I love to read. And if you feel like you're catching yourself or your kids in that fixed mindset, I'm just going to give you a quick couple small list of books that my kids and I love to read that focus on having a growth mindset. So without that pen and paper, ladies. (laughs) So this book that we absolutely love, especially my daughter, It's called The Girl Who Never Made Mistakes, and she reads it constantly. She loves that book. Another one is called The Perfect Ninja. One is called Your Fantastic Elastic Brain. After the Fall, that's another good one. Mm. The Bad Seed, Giraffes Can't Dance. And of course, there are those ones that we knew growing up, The Little Engine That Could. The Tortoise and the Hare. There are so, so many books that talk about like the growth mindset and trying and effort. Erin, did you have some just off the top of your brain? Oh, the only one I can think of right off the top of my head are the literal, the little critter books. Um, Those have been around since like we were little. And so I do kind of like them because they're a little nostalgic. But the thing I love about all of those books is he's always like, I did this to help my mom and dad. And it's always like a huge (laughs) mess. Like I pitched the tent and it didn't work. (laughs) And so I'll actually point that out to Hudson. Like as we're reading, like, oh, look, he tried to help his mom decorate the Christmas tree. Like, oops, he made a little bit of a mess or oops, he broke this, but look, he's going to try again or like, oh, he still tried to help. And so I love those just because every single book is like, I'm going to help. And then it's a hot mess. But I love that example that sometimes trying is just a hot mess. No, I absolutely love that. One of the things like I, my son is obsessed with trains at this very moment and so when he comes up to me and like I can't do this I'm like well bud what did the little engine say 
And he'll be like, I think I can. I think I can. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's so right. Cute. You keep thinking. And it's it's amazing what that mindset helps you accomplish, you know? And I loved every single one of these books. I'll definitely put them in the show notes with the authors. And feel free to let me know if you've got other books because I am always looking for more books to buy. We, we go through books like no other. So I agree. I have to say I'm like a total cheapskate when it comes to buying other things like, oh, I am not spending $30 on my kids' shoes, but like $100 on books. I'm like, cha-ching. Like there's just something about books. Maybe it's just because we read bedtime stories every night and I need new content. I don't know, but (laughs) I do feel like I will shell out the money for books. And on that note, I have to throw out, there's a website called Thrift Books, and I love it so much. Because it's all, yeah, it's all people that have kind of recycled books, and so they send it into this place. And so you can get lightly used books, and that's where we get all of our books, because you can get them like a third of the price. And most of them are like in brand new condition, which is awesome. So check out Thrift Books, because you will love it. And they do a point system to where you earn free books, so that's you know, is also pretty wow. cool. Okay, we'll take some time before checking out thrift books so I can get on there and basically buy all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, so yeah, now I'm I'm really hopeful that these books, the things that we're talking about, these tools will help you mamas not only teach your kiddos having a growth mindset, but that you can kind of self-reflect and get into your mind and ask yourself, you know, why do I think it's important for my kids if I'm unwilling to do it? And what are you doing to limit yourself? Is this just a thought or a belief that you hold on to? And I mean, never judge yourself for like the thoughts that you have. Just be curious about them and ask yourself, are these the kinds of thoughts that I want to remain in my mind? Or do I want to try thinking something different and you know with practice and since learning like my new superpower (laughs) I catch myself frequently limiting myself and then I'll just sit with that thought and decide is this true can I push past this and it's amazing the type of thoughts that I can come up with when I question the the thoughts that I have and I'm hopeful that some of you mamas who might have a limited mindset, can open your mind and and believe just like the little blue engine. I think I can. I think I can. And see all the amazing things that you can accomplish because you're worth it. We're all worth it. We're all worth the effort. And I'm just excited to hear from you and see what that growth mindset inspires in you. And so feel free to email us at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com. You can also leave a review. We would absolutely love to hear your thoughts about our little podcast. Please join our little mama tribe. We are thrilled to already have you as a listener and would love any feedback that you have for us. And welcome and we hope that you'll stick around with us and and grow with us because we're not perfect, but we're trying our best. We want to be a part of your adventure too. So submit your topics, questions, or silly stories to us at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Become part of our mom tribe by following us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a mess-filled mom moment. Thanks for joining us through our journey of tantrums, triumphs, 
and teamwork. Till next time.